Hello, howdy. Hi there. Welcome to Off the Notepad. I'm Malika Campbell. And I'm Victoria D'Angelo. I would say hi, but it's already been said. It's been said so many times. We're well past hellos. <laughs> As you are already aware, I would hope, we are the greatest creative writing majors to have ever existed. We've expanded to other galaxies. Oh yeah, other galaxies, other universes, like alternate universes. Yeah, you may think you're the greatest in your realm of reality. You're not. When in fact, we are the greatest authors to ever exist in My Hero Academia. It's true. It's canon. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get started. Do you have a do you have a protagonist? Do you have a protagonist? I assume I have a protagonist in this book somewhere. Let me flip through the pages. Yeah. ASMR guys, you're welcome. Okay. So, my mic is shaking. My protagonist for today, we have kind of towed the line on this a little bit, and so I kind of want to expand upon it, and I'm excited to see what prompt we're going to have to shove this person into. Oh. This is a member of the mafia or crime syndicate and or the mob boss. Oh, oh I love crime bosses. I love crime they bosses just, too. Oh my god, I love them. That is going to make the prompt i have very interesting i'm excited I'm, I'm very excited to hear your thoughts it's a short one it's a short one a package arrives at the home of the protagonist in the dead of night to their knowledge they have not ordered anything and they have no clue who the sender is i saw that prompt online recently yeah, yeah. she's a she's a classic oh my god a package shows up on mob boss on mob boss on mob boss's doorstep yeah can we let's do a i want a girl boss I girl wanna, boss I want, she's a terrifying mafia member mm. strongest around she's killed so many people i kind of love her for it i'm oh, actually yeah. i'm in love with her oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay she's easy to love very easy very easy to be afraid of extremely easy the gun really helps <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> okay so we have our we have our crime boss she gets this package what is the package i feel like does it matter i feel like she wouldn't open it that's true i i feel like the package itself has to be like very classic threat from a rival it's either or... that or like it's a cupcake why would it be a cupcake like, I imagine some uh, second character to be some oblivious something or another sending, like, a proclamation of love. Oh my god, wait. It's a secret admirer. Oh my god, wait. <laughs> wait. Hold on. Wait. That's so good, though. That's so... You know who it is? It's her... It's her, like, run-of-the-mill mailman who was just, like, he was too embarrassed to deliver this during the day. And he just like, you know, he's like, I wanted, I wanted to give her something because she's so cool and she's so pretty. And I, I bet she's good at her job, but I don't know what that is. It's like the real life. It's the adult equivalent of slipping a note into someone's locker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's like, I want to go full, like, a cliche with this. He forgot to, like, put his name on the package. Yes. Forgot to, like, leave the note in there. It's just a cupcake. And she's freaked out. <laughs> she's like, who sent this? 
She like smashes it up to try and see if there's a finger inside of it. Oh yeah, yeah, dissects it piece by piece, and she's like, she's terrified because you know what? It's her favorite kind of cupcake. Like the frosting is perfect. Like, oh god, I would love it her. to be like it's her favorite. It looks so good. It kind of smells really good too, and she's oh, like, yeah. I want to eat it so bad, but it's probably poisonous. Not even. It's definitely poisonous. Like someone is out to get this woman. <laughs> I just I love the panic as she calls around. She's like, I need to know where all of my goons are. Like, mm-hmm. I need to know where everyone is because, for all I know, this frosting could be person. <laughs> like, freaked out out of her mind. Oh my god, her favorite's red velvet. Her favorite's red velvet. Yeah. No, she's panicked. She's panicked. She calls around. Uh, obviously, after tearing apart the cupcake, everyone can confirm their location. Everything's fine. But then I think it happens again. She gets another cupcake. She gets another cupcake. She gets another package. Maybe this time he drops it off during the day and she's like, who sent this? There's no name. And he's too embarrassed to tell her. What if he gets her like flowers, but he's like really hopeless. And so whatever flowers he gets her like signifies death. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They signify death or, oh, and it's flower language. So, you know, what? she probably thinks it's a, um, a rival girl boss crime boss like yes oh man you could have some really cliche like black dahlia or whatever mm-hmm. like, oh my god it's so obnoxious and it's so oh this poor mailman he's <laughs> like oh. he actually does leave a note this time he's just too embarrassed to put his name so he goes sorry they ran out of roses oh my god it's like twice as ominous it's like oh mm-mm she does another, like, panic call. I bet she, like, organizes an attack on the Black Dahlia this time where she's like, I'm not taking any risks. Ugh. My God, I want her to, like, leave goons outside of her house or, like, right inside on the porch so that they can catch whoever's doing this. And then they pull the poor mailman in and he's threatened with a gun and shit. Oh, yeah. And then he start, he's, like, grappling with the idea. I think he's still very much like a, a himbo and that he doesn't really get what's going on. He thinks they're her bodyguards. Mm. So it's like she has to come into the room and be like, guys, this is my mailman. Like, this isn't him. Calm down. This oh. isn't the guy who's been threatening me. Mailman, there's been someone who's threatening me. Who's threatening? Should I call the police? She's like, no. Should I call the police? <laughs> She's like, no. Like, the police are already handling it. Like, very classic fashion. Like, nothing phases her. And he falls a little more in love with her. Oh. It's like, you're so unruffled. I just, I love that, but I'm too nervous. Oh, I love that. I love this disastrous dynamic. <laughs> just halfway through this conversation, he's still being held down. Like, oh, yeah. He just starts blushing, like, oh, I love her. I love her so much. Oh, my God. And then eventually, like, the goons are like, this dude. This the guy. goons start to figure it out, but they don't tell her. No, because who's going to tell? She's so scary my god they don't want to tell her she was panicking over nothing god so eventually mailman gets out what happens next what is the next portion of the story a love letter that's taken the wrong way yeah, he forget he hasn't signed it again because he's still he's still too nervous and i think the letter makes a point about that or it's like something like you don't know my name but i know yours and i'm <laughs> yeah like it's, it's got it no really <laughs> it's got to be like so creepy it's got to be taken the exact wrong way oh yeah and he's just like, I've been watching you for years now, and I just like... Okay, that's just creepy in general. It is creepy, but he doesn't know how to write. He's just like, it's so bad. 
where it's just like I've I've been so enamored by your every move like I am you take my breath away and she's just like staring at the words like whose breath <laughs> who did I kill she like compiles a list of all of her like victims anyone who might hold a grudge against her it's so bad and at the bottom he draws a little heart with an arrow through it oh my god yeah so then she goes okay it's someone I shot through the heart <laughs> like, the dots are being connected but like so far from their mark i want her to like actually go after another mob during this like you sent me this right oh, no abs- i think she takes down several like mobs during this process like oh, yeah. she interrogates the black dahlia she's like you sent me the flowers black dahlia's like absolutely not wouldn't even dream of it she takes down like two other gangs who are just like no we had nothing to do with that stop and like it ends up being semi-helpful because she's like oh it turns out that you were running a drug ring in my part of town oh yeah i don't stand by that like you got to get out she's like killing people along the way but it's like no one is fessing up to (laughs) the exterminates all the small time gangs in town oh yeah she's like run out of enemies she basically owns the city now. She's like, who the hell is sending me the shit? Who is still threatening me? Yeah, who? You know what? She starts thinking it's like some big time like gangster. It's like a legendary name that no mafia man can say. And she's like, oh my God. It's like the ghost of so-and-so. Because mm. who else would have the courage to threaten her? <laughs> she starts to go crazy and she finally vents to her mailman. Oh, yeah. Or better yet, he finally gets the courage to, like, get his name on something. But for whatever reason, it sounds like he's being held hostage. (gasps) Yes! Like, it's so... And she just, like, runs into a restaurant, like, fully loaded. Like, she has all of her guns ready, all of her goons behind her, and he's just sitting at a table in, like, the nicest button-up shirt he could find. Okay, but it needs to keep going from there. She needs to be, like, looking around herself. She sits down really slowly. Are you okay? Yeah. Did they hurt you? Yeah, it's the did they hurt you? He's like, did who hurt me? What? Because, <laughs> you know, he's been, like, too busy uh, practicing his lines. Like, you know, I've just, I felt like I've been in love with you for so long, but I know I haven't really gotten to know you, and I want to get to know you, and I'm going to stop being scared, and da 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 He's, like, been practicing his speech, and she's just, like, her eyes darting around the room, like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she sits down and goes, did they hurt you? He's like, wow, you look beautiful yeah it's like you're amazing and she's like okay <laughs> clearly they did hurt you <laughs> like you are mentally out of it <laughs> oh my god so then okay this has turned into the best rom-com you're the greatest rom-com like hallmark could never <laughs> oh my god unless they did unless they did unless they did they don't tell us if they did they didn't not like this oh <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's like, hey, they're having this conversation. She's not paying attention. And then he says something about the cupcake. Oh, yes. He's like, I just, I didn't know what to do. Like, when I left you that cupcake and you didn't really know it was me. And she was like, what? (laughs) What do you mean? Does she get mad at him? I don't know. Does she? She could. But, like, he doesn't know that she's a big time mafia member. Up yeah. until this point when she's like with guns, but like But I don't I think he still doesn't know. But I want him to never know. But the question is, what does she think he knows? Does she oh. think he's been lying to her this whole time? 
honestly, I think she'd be less mad at him. Like, you lied to me because you didn't say that. I think she'd be more mad because he's like, it's a coward. Like, you wasted my time because you were too scared. Oh, that would be really sad. It would be so heartbreaking. But I think in this moment, she is mad. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have killed so many people this week. Like, so many people. Did she actually say that? I think she's mad enough, too, yeah. Like, just the, I've killed so many people. I basically run this city now. My goons are in every corner. My goons? My goons? Like, they are everywhere. This has been so much work. And for what? Because you couldn't sign a box? <laughs> you couldn't write a note with your name at the bottom? I think she gets pissed. I think she gets so pissed. And she storms out. And it's very dramatic. Oh, no. But it has to resolve itself because I refuse Then he to has to deliver the mail. And she shows up at the doorstep waiting for him. Oh, I think she's been, yeah. It's like a couple days later. And she's like, you've been missing your route. It's like, I didn't know if you wanted to see me. <laughs> you owe me dinner. We never ate that one time. <laughs> we never ate. And it's the least you could do. I lost so much sleep. This poor woman. And all of her poor victims. <laughs> So then it just kind of like almost ties itself up there. Because I feel like I think she needs time away from the situation to really justify everything that's happened. Like really taking into account how much he's felt for her. And I think if we have like a lot of interactions between them where it's like he genuinely cares and he's so worried for her. Like she'll slowly like yeah. grow to realize he really does mean well. It was just awful. Do you suppose there's a scene after the big blow up where she just sits in her room and she kind of rifles through all the gifts that he left her yeah yeah because you know what i bet she has one of those like cork board conspiracy like oh yeah and she like actually starts pinning things together <gasps> that's adorable because yeah. you know, i do think that she has found the mailman endearing like from before the start of the story yeah yeah i for do sure. think she finds him cute but i think that before the start of the story, she always considered him as someone who was, like, so far removed from her world. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, it's really charming in the fact that she has to realize that perhaps they don't live such different... Obviously, they live incredibly different <laughs> lives, but they don't live in indif in different worlds. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it comes down to. Is it problematic that the mailman kind of takes her life in stride? I mean, I don't. I'm still not sure he knows like that she kills people. He's she said it. She did. at the restaurant. But like, I mean, he likes this woman a lot, mm -hmm. and he can tell that she's had a very rough week. Oh yeah. And there's like her bodyguards are everywhere. Mm. So it's like he doesn't actually really put it together. Like, I mean, I threaten to kill people all the time. They're still alive. My neighbor can attest to this. Our okay. producer can attest to this. <laughs> but there's a difference between threatening to kill someone and saying, yeah, I killed that person. I just like, but it's also like... Unless it's, it's Gavin. A, unless it's Gavin. But it's just like, it's such a passing statement where she's like, I've killed so many people this week. Like, it's very dramatic and just kind of like, okay, is that another sort of metaphor for stress? Like, what is... Because you're, you're when someone tells you that they've killed someone, you're not really going to believe them at face value. Yeah, that's I think fair. maybe the final line of the story can be like, so what did you mean by killing people? But it's like, I don't think he really understands her livelihood at all. Okay. Maybe he thinks she's a CIA agent. Oh my god, he thinks she's the FBI. 
That's so funny. The next prompt, a man falls in love with his FBI agent on his phone. Please. Put that one in the books. <laughs> oh. yeah, that was a really good prompt. Mm-hmm. That was nice. In any case, uh, the break, it's coming so much faster than you can ever believe. We're running out of time. <laughs> You're running out of time. <laughs> what a great way to end that. <laughs> Do you want to give an actual one? And no, I think that's perfect. Do it you is want perfect. Me to give an actual one? Perfection. <laughs> You're so innocent. Like just because we talk about abuse constantly. Oh, it's recording. Oh, oh, Welcome back. Uh, yeah, I can't believe you guys survived the break. That was kind of wild how fast it came. <laughs> oh, hope you had a good time. <laughs> uh, that being said, is it is it my turn for a protagonist? Yes, it is. Is it my turn for a protagonist? It is. Okay, are you ready for this protagonist? Yes. Okay. ASMR. It's the class president. Oh! Yeah, I thought you might like this one. So originally I was gonna go for like the um, the cliche class president, like stick up ass, so on and so forth. We've had so many stick up ass characters though. Mm. Like those are my favorites and I only want to talk about them. This time we're talking about the, the class president with the sunnier disposition. They're very charismatic and they love helping others. They are usually punished by being abandoned by their classmates for pushing too hard and must learn to understand their limits and the limits of those around them. So I'm thinking like over the top, like loves putting up flyers, is addicted to putting up flyers. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, I just need my hit of flyers. <laughs> just gotta, gotta get a flyer up. <gasps> <laughs> just sticks one to the wall. <sighs> Yes. Like, maybe that's the actual reason why this character is not well liked by anyone else. <laughs> maybe. Could be, could be. Oh god. Okay. Um so this protagonist wakes up one morning with a voice in their head. This voice is insistent that they are indeed a person and once had a body, but their memories are lost. Shortly after this voice appears, our character discovers a strange new power. Ooh, okay. There's so many like cool things going on in this prompt. <laughs> Immediately when you brought up the voice uh, talking about like, oh, you've lost your memories. I was like, that's lying. That's not real. Oh no. <laughs> like, whatever that entity is, is like, is not being faithful. Oh no! Because <laughs> so we have we have our class body president, mm -hmm. our student council president, wakes up. I feel like they have all of the memories of being on the student council. Maybe they don't have memories from before that. Maybe all they know is student council work, <laughs> which would be kind of funny. Oh gosh! They have this. Voice. What is their ability? What do they wake up with? Oh, what does a student council president need? Flyers. Flyers. <laughs> what if it's a uh, Simon says power. I was just about to say the same thing. Like, they can finally get people to cooperate with them. Yeah. Ooh, okay. 
I want that to burn people out so bad, though. Oh, yeah. Because pr- our protagonist just has so much energy and no one can keep up except for the fact that they're forced to. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's so exciting. Yeah, okay. So we have our protagonist. They wake up. They, over the course of maybe like a week, they sort of come into this ability. Mm-hmm. Oh, pardon me. Um. What about the voice in their head? How does that play in? Because I imagine the voice has something to do with the resurgence of the abilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I love the idea of the voice lying, but originally I was thinking, like, part of the narrative is the voice trying to figure out who they are. Oh, like, for... Oh, interesting. Because I almost like the idea that the student council president doesn't care about the memories they lost. Mm-hmm. They have a job to do. They're student council president. Mm-hmm. So the voice, the fact that the voice might care a little more about their identity than them, that's really interesting. Because there's like this voice that just keeps gnawing at them like, okay, but what about your parents? Like, why do you live alone? Mm-hmm. Why don't you have friends? Why don't these people seem to actually know your interests and hobbies? Like, that's weird, right? Mm-hmm. The student council president is like, no, it's not. I have flyers. I have flyers. <laughs> Oh my god. What are we thinking for like like is this prom season or something? Oh my god, absolutely. Because mm. I want our climax to be prom. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's so cliche. I love it. I love when the <laughs> climax is prom. <laughs> it's such an insignificant part of like everyone's high school career, but for whatever reason, immediately they just blow it up. I didn't go. You didn't even go? Oh no. My god. I had zero interest. <gasps> I almost didn't go to my graduation. Ooh, that's fair. We put um for our graduation prank this is just should not be put on air but we as a class we all put tiny plastic babies into the hand of the is it the superintendent oh, no. as we shook his hand oh no <laughs> but some people got confused and we're putting it in like not the superintendent's hands but our uh our principal's hands and then oh, the mayor no. of tacoma was there so oh, she no. got some of the babies it was a lot they were just like someone had just bought like a 500 plus pack <laughs> Of these tiny plastic babies. It was the greatest. My principal made the entire graduating class do a flash mob in the middle of graduation. No. Yeah. Yeah. I would have quit. I would have quit. See, for every principal that's like that, there's a a whole student body that gives plastic babies. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so it's prom season. It's prom season. It's the our protagonist gets to put up so many flyers. So many flyers. Flyers are everywhere. Yes. Ooh. Okay. You know what? I feel like this student council president has been dreaming about prom. Oh yeah. Dreaming about planning this prom. Dreaming about like just running it and having that success of knowing it was all perfectly run. Mm-hmm. Like damn let the let the titles be damned like prom king means nothing prom queen means nothing yeah but just being able to say that you made that happen oh it puts them on a power trip oh yeah oh yeah so yeah so they're obsessive prom is going to go perfectly what stops prom from going perfectly students are getting burned out yeah 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 teachers are getting burned out too everyone in the school has been like forced to slave away for this prom what if like their 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 location falls through or their band or something and our protagonist uses their newfound power to force these people to give it back to them oh like everything is falling apart and then suddenly protagonist gets this power okay so it's like they're they're straining themselves to 
Okay, yeah. So location falls apart, they fix that. Mm-hmm. I want. I think both should go wrong. The band falls apart, the location falls apart, so they have to fix both. The band breaks up. Oh my god, the band breaks up. There's band drama. The drummer was cheating on the lead guitarist with the bassist. Fuck the lead vocalist. Fuck the lead vocalist. Like, what the hell? That band drama is so wild. Write a story about band drama. <laughs> it's just, it's insane. But yeah, okay. So everything is falling apart. Student mm-hmm. council president uses their powers to the max. Mm-hmm. It's just constantly fixing things. What happens next? They're putting up flyers. Everything looks like it's going right again. I think the voice has to get a little louder. Oh, yeah. The voice is like, hey, you know you're going to forget this in like 10 years anyways. Like, shouldn't you be worried about your family, where you came from? Mm-hmm. I want student president to say back, well, I'm going to forget about that sometime later, aren't I, too? Oh, my God. It's like, well, I've already forgotten about it, so what does it matter? It's like, yeah. No. I want to live here in the now. Like, is that such a... I want her to be right, though. Like, I want to live here in the now. What's so wrong with that? Yeah. Like, they just have such a cheery disposition that it just... It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, so then we have to punish this protagonist for being so in the moment. Because you know what? I don't think they are actually in the moment. Because it's very selfish to force everyone around you... Oh, yeah. ...to just cop to this. I think everyone else is going to be so mad at her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I think the power starts to wear off a bit Mm. for whatever reason. I think maybe that altercation with the voice quieted it too much. Mm. I kind of want best friend to get mad at her. Like, to really lay it out on her. Like, you can't do this. You know who it is? The best friend is the vice president. Yep. Oh, yeah. The vice president. What if the student council, like votes her off oh my god she gets impeached yes she gets impeached why does she get impeached because she's being too damn controlling she's a micromanager she's suffocating everyone yeah oh my god there's too many flyers why did you put up so many flyers (laughs) okay (laughs) if this were like a movie this is the part where one of the characters opens their lockers and flyers come pouring out yeah yeah or even better yet like there's just a row of lockers that just all pop open and it's just flyers yep everywhere (laughs) oh my god okay so she gets voted off then where does our council president go from there i think she has to realize that she's messed up she's pushed everyone to their limits what if what if they get to that point and they have a meeting and they decide we're voting you off and then she says no. Oh. She tells them no. You can't. I've done so much for the, for us. Ooh. I think she tries to use her powers there and it doesn't work. Oh. I think it doesn't work. I want at least one person in that room to realize she was trying to use her powers too and just go off on her. Like, you can't do this to people. Right. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but this is wrong. The vice president has to be the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has to be the one to say, I once believed in your vision. I no longer do. Like, ugh. Does vice president, like, go off on her in the meeting or, like, pull her into the hallway and say, you can't? No, I think she does it in the meeting. I think VP does it in the meeting. And I think... What could be interesting is if we set it up so Vice President has sort of, she's known for a while 
that our protagonist has had these abilities. Mm-hmm. And I think that in VP's mind, there was always this rule that, well, you'd never use those on me. Oh, those hurt. Right. Because it's just like, why would you, you would never have to force my opinion. I've always like trusted you. Mm-hmm. So it's like in that moment when it clicks what's happening, VP just goes, no, get out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's so painful. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then how do we end? Prom is days from happening. Where does where does our protagonist go? Because they don't know their family. Mm-hmm. And this voice is sort of like, you know, speaking up again. Like, I told you this sucked. Like, this was a bad idea. This was a wasted effort. So does the protagonist start listening? What's the narrative advantage of the protagonist going to find their family, though? I don't think there is one. So it's like, I'm not pushing for protagonists to recover these memories, but they do have to figure something out. Mm -mm -mm. Because what I do like is there's an opportunity for the protagonist to go, like, just looking at a crowd and just going, any one of these people could be my family. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't matter. Yeah... So it's like trying to negotiate with the voice like, I understand what you're saying and past relationships are important. My friendship was really important to me before I got impeached. Yeah. What if she comes to the realization of like found family? Yeah. The student council is my family and I abused them. Mm -hmm. So then the voice is kind of like, okay, I guess that's weird, but whatever. So then what happens? I kind of don't want her to like get back into the student council game. I just kind of want the end scene to be her going to prom. Yeah, just as a student. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I think I want her and VP to reconcile mm-hmm. by the punch bowl. It has to be by the punch bowl. <laughs> it can't be anywhere else. I won't allow it. Okay. <laughs> Where it's just like they have a discussion about how incredible it was to make this happen. But I think there are like the little things that uh, our protagonist couldn't have voiced. Like uh, she notices the color of the streamers is different than she proposed or they changed the tablecloths out last minute and it looks better that way. Oh, yeah. And oh, VP yeah. is like, yeah, like I suggested this at the beginning, but you were so intent on doing what you wanted to do. It didn't really get past you. Oh, yeah. It's like the magic of collaboration. It's like, oh. I don't know, maybe they dance or something, and it's cute, and it ends on some sing-songy note. Mm-hmm. I think that just leaves, like, a couple things very loose-ended. Like, we don't describe where these powers came from. We don't know anything about the voice. Yeah. Sorry, I'm kind of back on prom, and I'm like, I want VP to ask President to be their date for prom. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, at the punch bowl? At the, pu- yes, Yeah. I just want them to dance to, like, a stupid 80s song. Yes. Like, it's just, it's so cute. Anyway, yeah, the voice and the memories. Like, the voice and the memories is an interesting part. I'm not sure that's entirely necessary for this, Mm. you know? Because it's really just about this girl who wakes up, realizes she has powers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you can do anything with that. Yeah, I think waking up with powers is enough. Yeah. Uh, to add the voice storyline, then you need to, like, give a conclusion to that character. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if I... Because you could be like, oh, 
aliens which is like space space <laughs> like a piece you would have submitted to camus by december 17th but this podcast has come out long since after so i hope you already submitted it <laughs> it's such a, a bizarre segue anyways <laughs> yeah i just i don't know i don't think there's a reasonable way for you unless unless it was like a a fairy godmother thing oh it's like i noticed you're struggling and i wanted to tell you the joys of working with people so i've given you this ability and student council president's like oh my god i'm going to use this to control the general public please no (laughs) fairy godmother's like this was not what i had in mind That would be so cute, though. I love that. I don't think it would be a voice in her head, though. It would be, like, legitimately a fairy godmother. Yeah, or just, like, a fairy that only she can see. Pretty yeah. classic stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. That'd be really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for just, like, the power that we chose for this protagonist, it just made it really difficult to work with that, like, voice being in the head. Yeah. 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 Because I think for, like, a... I mean, Be More Chill is an excellent standpoint of that, where mm-hmm. it's just, like, the voice is in the head, but nothing... The powers aren't so externalized. Sure. So it's like when you work with something like that, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Man, that was pretty great. I loved how that tied mm-hmm. into the <laughs> character, tied into the prompt and vice versa. That was cute. Yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, th- is it my turn? Is it your turn? I think it is your turn. Am I outroing? Okay. Yeah, take the mic away. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't yank it. Anyway, thank you for listening to Off the Notepad. We have an Instagram, which is also Off the Notepad, no spaces. And we have an email you can send any of your thoughts to. Send prompts, send characters, send your stories from some of our prompts. We would love that. Oh my god, please. That would be so much fun. At off the notepad at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. Catch Bye. you in the next one. Bye.